Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to Occult Symbolism and Pop Culture. I'm your host, Isaac WhatsApp. Today, we're going to talk about the 65th Grammys. My goodness. The, the high-profile ritual of the occult and their occult Babylonian religion on full display. On full display. Not holding back. And guess, and guess what else? I'm not holding back anymore. I'm tired of playing with these hoes. I'm going all in on these, on these, uh, these false gods, right? 2023 is the year of the Holy Spirit rolling through Isaac. That's right. And uh, we're going to expose it all today. And look, the grant, let's, and here's what we're going to talk about today. I'd like to give you a little preview of what you're in for. We're going to talk about the, the, the big event was the Sam Smith and Kim Petras satanic ritual. But don't forget about Beyonce. She's the, the false goddess and... We're going to talk about all the symbolism of her and this deification of celebrity culture and celebrity goddesses. And we're going to talk about the purpose for the high-profile ritual. What are we talking about? Because you're new to the show, you're going to say, look, I don't know what a high-profile ritual is. Well, I'm going to explain it to you. And we're going to get into why this all happened. Because they timed it with the full moon. And we know how the occult practices all started from the Babylonian astrologers who were tracking the sky. And this ties into hermetic wisdom and all this stuff, but you know, don't get bogged down yet. But the purpose is they channel the moon energies because it's the full moon. Why would that happen? Well, it's because it's the female goddess energies. And that was what was on full display last night. We're going to cover Jay-Z's occult religion, uh, Mary J. Blige, Clive Davis's pre-Grammys party theories. Remember, that's where Whitney Houston got gat back in 2012. Uh, Kenneth Grant, Alistair Crowley, it all plays into this. And it all plays in, and if you want to take it from the highest perspective here, it's all about this new age, the Aeon of Horus. They're trying to usher in this new age of man as God. That's what this is all about. All right. And people will fall for it because people blindly fall into celebrity worship. So let's get into it. The Grammy. Oh, and by the way, I got, look, I don't know if you noticed, if you're watching the video, 
I got my occult symbolism and pop culture shirt on. It's the new version. It's gray instead of black. I got I got new shirts coming in stock here soon. So sign up for my free email newsletter on IlluminatiWatcher.com where you will also get my first book for free. If you're new to this journey, that's the way you can uh, take your first step. Go get a free book and get on the email list and you will find out the minute I get these shirts in stock, which is going to be any day now. Now listen, the high-profile ritual, all right? What is this about? It's about the creation of culture, okay? I watched a clip of the OG, my red pill sensei, Bill Cooper, back before he got killed. He was talking about, he said, look, why why do you think celebrities and sports ball players make millions and millions of dollars? Are they doing something that's particularly great for society? Not really. They get paid that much because the system, the powers that be, place their value as such. Okay, so what is their value? Their value is in creating culture, pop culture. And that's what this high-profile ritual is all about, is the celebration of this pantheon of false gods and goddesses. We are literally living in modern-day Rome. It's happening. And the high-profile ritual is all about programming the subconscious, charging sigils and symbols through what a magician named Eliphas Levy termed the magnetic chain. And we see it every year. That's why I watch the Grammys every year, and I do a show every year. Last year, we saw Lil Nas X summoning the devil. Oh, but it's just a shtick. Oh, okay. Well, guess what happened last night? Then in 2021, uh, we, we saw Cardi B as the Metropolis, False Maria, which is a transhuman uh, Scarlet Whore of Babylon sort of symbol. Uh, Bad Bunny was doing all-seeing eyes and doing uh, the, uh, what's the thing they do? They do the kiss ritual. And he, of course, lots of the uh, the gay kiss thing he did. Then in 2019, I don't know if that was at the VMAs or was that at the Grammys? I don't know, either way. But he's got all this all-seeing eye symbolism. It's on his new album that was up for album of the year or whatever. Uh, in 2019, we saw Cardi B as the black bird that shows us she was being initiated into the process of alchemy as the first stage. They called the blackening, the negredo, and the alchemists use coded language and symbols, and they use birds to show us the progress, and it starts off with the black bird. Maybe that's like uh, the Beatles song, right? Black Bird, which was speaking to Charles Manson, if I recall. I'll have to look into that. I don't know. Never thought about that till just now. Uh, and, you know, uh, Miley Cyrus had done the blackbird symbolism, and look at her. She's blowing up, right? Uh, but 2018, Lady Gaga was the fallen angel. Travis Scott was showing us the all-seeing eye way back then, right? He's always been on my radar. Then he did the big satanic concert and blood sacrificed a bunch of kids, allegedly, right? Allegedly. But there's no allegedly about the symbolism. The symbolism was there. He showed you a dove flying out of a cave on fire 
while wearing a shirt with demonic devil horns and all this stuff. And then he wanted to walk it back like, oh, you know, no, none of that. Okay. Got it. You know, the, the people are going to want to dismiss all this stuff. Oh, Sam Smith wasn't showing you the devil. He just is saying like, you know, the church doesn't like gay people. Okay. Okay, and same with Lil Nas X last year, and same with um, Travis Scott at the concert. Okay, all just jokes and stuff. Got it. <laughs> Sorry, it's early in the morning, folks. I got up before the dreaded day job to make sure you got to hear all my nonsense. Then uh, in 2017, Beyonce, she channeled this pagan deity named Oshun, and I believe this is in the realm of that Yoruba religion from Africa that she's been pushing. And, you know, and so on. It goes back, right? Lady Gaga was the Prometheus with the Saturn cube. Uh, you know, same symbolism over and over constantly. But it's all just conspiracy theory and people overlooking into things. Okay. Now... If you want to look at it from the perspective, and, and we're going to keep, I'm going to, I got a little bit more, and then we're going to get into the current events, all right? Because I, I know there's some new folks that are probably wondering what the, I got to, I got to lay in a good foundation. Because there's a lot of people that are probably looking this up because they're like, well, what are these crazy conspiracy people talking about? So I got to lay a little more foundation. We're going to get into the Grammys in about two minutes. Marina Abramovich, right? Remember her? The occultist artist, the spirit cooking artist. Tied into the pizza emails and all that stuff and Aleister Crowley's cakes of light rituals and stuff. Well, she talked about how the the connection between rituals and performance go hand in hand. All right. And she said the connection here is a transformation process. And she says after you go through the ritual, you become something different. Right, And in the performance, you're channeling the higher self in order to get through the performance. And she says, the stronger the performance, the stronger the transformation. And this, my friends, is why the high-profile ritual and these entertainers are doing this. They make contact with their higher self, which is very similar to what Aleister Crowley called the holy guardian angel. So what they're doing is they're transforming their self through the ritual, through mass devotion of energy. They can channel energy and become something higher. What is, it, what is the ultimate endgame? It's to become gods and goddesses. That's my opening argument, all right? <laughs> so let's, let's move on. So Clive Davis, big time record, record uh, executive type dude, right? Been around forever. Every year he does a party the night before the Grammys. Now, he hadn't done it since the pandemic hit. So this was the first year back. And, and he did this infamously. He had the party the night Winnie Houston in the same, the Beverly Hills Hotel. She died in the bathtub. Lots of conspiracy theories about how she was murdered, possibly, or somehow a goddess blood sacrifice crossing over in the bathtub, which is an actual practice, right? In witchcraft, they call it the cleansing ritual. You can see it in Kenneth Anger's, oh man, which film is it? I got the image on my, my computer here. 
Um, gosh, like Lucifer Rising is in Lucifer Rising. Um, you can see the guy preparing the subconscious for the transfer into the new dimension through the bathtub. I did a whole show on this and all this, right? Uh, but anyway, she was sacrificed in the bathtub. And then, you know, Bobby, her daughter later infamously died in the bathtub as well. What do you think that's about? And then they, they put her into this Freemasonic funeral home. But yeah, so, so Winnie Houston dies at the pre-Grammys Clive Davis party. And no one misses a beat. They're like, so what? Because they all know there's some kind of weird occult Babylonian religion involved in this. So it's probably like when the the what the Aztecs or the Mayans would do a blood sacrifice at the top of the temples. Nobody mourned. They were celebrating. They're like, yeah, here we go. Feed the gods the blood they want. So this year, a lot of celebrities were were itching to get an invite. That's what I read on the celebrity tabloids. Oh, everybody's dying to get into this Clive Davis party. Cardi B went, Offset, Lizzo, Lars from Metallica, and so on. Oh, and uh, uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks? Hey, you know, maybe. And then, and also, uh, Jay-Z started doing this Rock Nation brunch as well, yes, the day before. And, and... And I'm going to pick on Jay-Z later, but I want to lay in a seed here. Van Jones had a show he started, and I think it was his first episode several years ago. And he had Jay-Z as a guest. And he asked Jay-Z if he was in the Illuminati. Jay-Z said, and I quote, I'm in that new Illuminati. Okay. All right. Joking, though. It's all joking. Lots of jokes. They love joking, these celebrities, boy. They love a good joke. So Clive Davis's pre-Grammys party, it's the thing to do. It's known for being a place for breakout artists to get their foot in the door. What I read that as, it's the place for the gatekeepers to let them in. The question is, do they make them, do they plug them into all of this rampant sexual abuse you hear about in Hollywood? Uh, some kind of occult, satanic rituals. I don't know, right? And, and oh, by the way, that's how Whitney got her breakthrough, was at a, a pre-Grammys party, and then, you know, years later, she would be, basically, she would die on the same night. How ironic, right? Paying the ultimate price, perhaps? The Faustian bargain? I don't know. I'm not involved here. There's other people that are involved who get glimpses of these parties and such, and they suggest there is... Some kind of satanic buggery afoot. Now, oh, okay. Then Billboard.com posted about the Clyde Davis party. It says, also back for the pre-Grammy party were Davis shout-outs to music superstars in attendance. Janelle Monet, Olivia Rodrigo, Luke Combs, Machine Gun Kelly, Demi Lovato, and Chance the Rapper were among those to be mentioned from the stage. Yet the biggest ovation of the night came for... Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> the former Speaker of the House and perennial Davis party guest, as well as her husband, Paul. Oh, boy. I mean, let's let's unpack some of this stuff. Janelle Monet, she's, she's Illuminate Confirmed 100. She's pushed tons of occult symbolism. I used to, you know, I have a blog 
over there on IlluminatiWatcher.com. That's where this all started back in 2011. I would blog about these such events. And, you know, over the years I get banned and kicked off of everything for having an opinion about this because I think it's true and they're trying to suppress the truth. And I had a great post about she had this movie called Dirty Computer. All right. And if you watched it and I had images posted, I had the whole analysis of this film back in 2018. And then when you know it, I get sued. My blog gets sued, so I have to take it down. You know, and you probably think I'm making this up because it sounds crazy. Who would sue a, a medium to low level blog? Hey, I wrote a check. I wrote a check and then took everything down. It happened. Which tells me I am on to the truth. I, I don't know what else to say, you know? I'm not saying I'm the purveyor of truth or look at me, I'm so smart, I figured it out. I'm just saying I oftentimes doubt a lot of conspiracy theories and I oftentimes wonder, man, am I being paranoid? Are, are all of it, all the truthers digging too deep into this? But then I think about all the, the hassles that I get. And I think, gosh, maybe, right? But the... This, here's I'll give you the short version of what was on that post. She showed us the Metropolis, False Maria, again. And, and this the False Maria of Metropolis is something you see all these celebrities embody. Okay? Whitney Houston did it. Beyonce did it. Madonna did it. Lady Gaga did it. Over and over. And here Janelle Monae did it. Uh, but in the Dirty Computer movie, she shows us symbolism of the Baphomet. She shows us Hodorowski's Holy Mountain, which is an occult film. She shows us the uh, you know the reconciliation of opposites, the Semiramis dove, more goddess symbolism. And she even portrays herself as Christ at the Last Supper, which is, again, a theme you see often. And arguably, it's what you saw at the end of the 23 Grammys when... DJ Khaled's set with uh, Jay-Z and Lil Wayne and a bunch of rappers were at a table that looked like The Last Supper. It's Because the Babylonian occult religion is a heretical religion. And one of the, oh, and to bring it home, one of the major themes you see in Dirty Computer is they talk about people called torches. And these Torches help people acclimate to their new environment, which is the whole point of all this. It's Luciferian enlightenment. All right. So that's the pre that's the Clive Davis party, right? And and of course, you know, MG MGK tried to fight Sam Tripoli. Oh my goodness. You can hear about that on Broken Simulation Podcast. So we know he's illuminated confirm, right? Um <laughs> and then uh, you know, Machine Gun Kelly used to love him too. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Um, and who knows what Nancy Pelosi and her husband are into outside of buying, uh, in, using insider info for stocks and allegations of secret sexual things. And oh my goodness, so much, right? So much. Now also, there was the, the red carpet event where celebrities come out and tabloid magazines gush about what they're wearing, right? And... We saw Doja Cat. She was wearing this black vinyl leather thing. And they referred to it, they referred to it as bondage chic. We saw Cardi B and Offset 
tongue kissing like lizards. We saw Black China as the black bird. Again, here's the alchemy, first stage of alchemy. Symbolism, you know, they love the black bird. Then we saw, and Sam Smith, he was the uh, super gay red cloak from Eyes Wide Shut. And, and you know, I actually did on my Instagram. I'd have to find when I posted it. <laughs> on my Instagram, I posted an analysis of Sam Smith's video, the one that he performed at the Grammys with all the satanic symbolism in it, right? And I posted it November 7th, 2022. And in it, you see symbolism. He does the 666 hand, which is the womb of the Illuminati. He does the all-seeing eye. And, of course, the devil himself. Um, and it turns out like all that would be repeated again, right? Obviously. But he also did a video called I'm Not Here to Make Friends. It's his new video. And it starts off with the shooting star, a falling star, symbol of Lucifer. And you hear a quote about going over the rainbow, which if you're listening to my Wizard of Oz deep dive, you're going to find out why that matters. And part two of the Wizard of Oz deep dive is coming this week. For my supporters, free feed losers get it next week. So stay tuned. We're going to go into Over the Rainbow and all the craziness behind this song, all right? You're going to see why that matters. And in the video, it goes to this mansion. It looks like the Mentmore mansion from Eyes Wide Shut, but it's actually the Ash Ridge Estate. But what's interesting is that in the video, he does this on the full moon, all right? That's going to play a role in the performance at the Grammys. And speaking of full moon, the video has lots of dudes with assless lingerie chaps, all right? Sam, Sam Smith's walking around with uh, uh, baloney tits with pasties on. It's a very gay video. Not that there's a problem with that, you know? I'm all right with it. Big supporter of the LGBTQ folks. Don't rope them into all this Babylonian occult nonsense. Now... Um, oh, and, and, uh, well, let's get into the, let's get into the performances, right? So I started out and a lot of these Grammys performance, a lot of these Grammys shows lately, I've been kind of like, man, I don't know. They're not really pushing a lot of the dark occult stuff. Like back in the day when Nicki Minaj was being, having demons exercised from her body. I was like, where, where were those days? I had a lot to talk about, right? You know, little Nas X did a satanic ceremony last year. And uh, I thought maybe it started out, I thought, oh, I don't know if this is going to be anything. You know, Smokey Robinson and Stevie Wonder, come on. And they look like they're in their 50s, but they're actually in their 80s, 70s and 80s. Are they, hey, are they drinking the adrenochrome? I don't know. They look pretty good for being 80, 89 or whatever. And it was everything was cool, but halfway through, I'm like two hours into this thing, I'm like, I don't know if there's much to talk about tonight. And then it happened. Sam Smith, Kim Petras, came out to perform the song Unholy. Now, the song Unholy, here's the, to play fair, to play devil's advocate, no, no pun intended. The song 
is about um, people having adulterous affairs and being persuaded by uh, devilish acts. And Sam Smith plays the devil, all right? And you could argue it's also an anti-religion song because, you know, Sam Smith's gay, Kim Petras is a transsexual, transgender, excuse me. Don't, hey, don't come after me here, guys. Um, <laughs> I, look, I'm I'm old enough that I get a slight pass, all right? I let boomers say things like Orientals because sometimes they don't know better, right? I get to say, you know, because when I grew up, I listened to Howard Stern, all right? That was one of my influences growing up. So you could imagine how much I try to filter and censor my filthy mouth to be nice. You know, that's what's about. Just be respectful. Be nice to people. So anyways, Sam Smith and Kim Petras perform Unholy. And boy, oh boy, do we see it all. He comes out. Sam Smith comes out. He's got a bunch of demonic figures dancing around him. He does the 666 hand. The womb of the Illuminati, a.k.a. the uh, the overlapping three sixes. I know people want to constantly make excuses for these artists. Oh, Beyonce does it because she's from the sixth ward. Oh, Drake does it because he's from the sixth area code of Toronto or whatever. Oh, uh, fill in the blank with all the rappers that do it because they're bloods or whatever, right? It goes on and on and on. Everyone does it. There's one underlying theme you could pull from it, and it's worshiping the devil, all right? And furthermore, he does an, a, ver- a very occult two-fingered salute. If you look closely, and I'll put these images on my Instagram, he does this number where he puts two fingers up, the thumb up, and the other, the pinky and the ring finger down. This is a magical gesture. We talked about this on my Dr. Strange Film deep dives. Whenever Doctor Strange two came out, I did two uh, Doctor Strange one and two film symbolism things. We talked about the two finger salute. It references the Hermetic wisdom, meaning as above, so below. Again, the basic version. It's the Babylonian astrology stuff, and the astrology is definitely present in the video because you know, like I said. With Sam Smith's new video, uh, what's it called again? I'm not here to make friends. They show you it happening on the full moon, the ritual. And what do you know? February 5th, the night of the Grammys, we got a full moon. And what do you know? They're doing a satanic ritual. And what do you know? In the background, you see a moon, a blood red moon. Again, put the images on the Instagram, at Isaac Weishaupt. You better check it out. And I think, and of course, Sam Smith's wearing the devil horns hat if you still didn't get what was going on. Kim Petras is within the cube, the Saturnian cube. The symbolism of the cube and Saturn is important to these occultists. Saturn represents Satan, the sixth planet, right? There's your 666 again. Because back in the days that these occultists were making their religion up, it was the outermost planet. It was the adversarial force because they believe again, in this Gnostic idea of opposing polarities of black and white, good and evil. And, and the full moon is important, right, to this occult Babylonian religion. 
the mystery religion. You know, you could call this many things. Because they revere the son as the father. That's their God is the sun God, S-U-N. And the moon is the mother, right? Because that's what Hermes Trismegistus told them, this alien, pagan, Egyptian God. And this, I'm reading this from Eliphas Levy's Transcendental Magic book, right from it. And of course, it all relates to sex magic, channeling energies. Uh, we did we did two episodes of sex magic, a deep dive into sex magic. So deep. Why is it? Why would sex magic be involved? Well, it's interesting, right? Dion Fortune wrote a book called Mystical Kabbalah, and um. If you look to Kenneth Grant's Magical Revival book, I'm going to read you from... Kenneth Grant was a colleague of Aleister Crowley, very much into the occult and ritual magic and sex magic and all this stuff, right? In his book, Magic Revival, it says this. Dion Fortune, in her turn, evolved a system for creating the magical personality from the debris of everyday life. Her work involved the use of lunar magic... She used the energies manifesting through sexual polarity. Or again, the polarity is from the sun and the moon, black and white, good and evil. Her novel, Moon Magic, explains the mystique, if not the actual mechanism of the process. She stressed the close relationship between the endocrine system and the chakras, the centers of magical power in the human organism. Her controlled dreaming technique derives from the Golden Dawn spirit vision and recalls aspects of the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius Loyola, who founded the Society of Jesus. Whatever. We're talking about using the energies of the moon. Specifically, the feminine energies. Uh, And in that same book, Magic Revival, he has a chapter on moon magic, the lunar magic. And it talks about how lunar magic is, of course, part of the Gnostic system of opposing forces. He describes it, and again, to simplify, black and white, good and evil, sun and the moon. He explains it as demonic forces pulling down and angelic forces pulling up, ascension and descension. He also claims that Aleister Crowley practiced moon magic specifically for the purpose of recharging his sexual energies because they use sex magic and sex energies for magic rituals. And after one is done, he was exhausted. And back then, you know, they didn't have Gatorade. So they do some moon magic. (laughs) And of course this ties into the Sam Smith satanic ritual that we saw because it's tying us into the eyes wide shut sex ritual within the video of unholy where you see basically what looks like an eyes wide shut sex club. So very much in your face, very much satanic, very much occult, very much illuminate confirm. All these things tie in together. Then to make it worse, Trevor Noah, who I think is not funny at all. I didn't think he was funny when he replaced, uh, what was his name? John Stewart on the daily show. Big time shill. Uh, just, you can just tell the guy's just repeating whatever information is being fed to him. He does good for the system, you know. 
Trevor Noah covers up for Sam Smith. They, so Sam Smith and Kim Petras do this insane satanic ritual thing, and everyone, I'm at home like, are you serious right now? And you wonder why all these Christian conservative parents are losing their minds, right? This feeds into all that. And look, that's not me. I'm a Christian, but a crappy one. I'm not conservative. I'm not a parent. Like, these aren't things I tend to get outraged about, but when I see this stuff, I take the side of the, the Christian conservative parents, and I'm like, bro, like, what, what do you want? You know, these people got kids, and they're trying to raise them right, and you're showing them satanic crazy stuff. Like, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? But it's all division, right? You know, I used to compare politics to wrestling, and I, I've got a, had a realization. It's more like Pepsi and Coke. They, they, they both have different branding. They have different colors. You swear they're two different things completely. You're like, no, I love Coke. Because I used to be, I used to love Coke. I'd hard time kicking it. I'm drinking Coke every summer. I was like, no, I love Coke. I would never drink Pepsi. Coke's my drink. And then me and Josie did the, uh, what do you call it, the Pepsi challenge. Neither of us could tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke. Worse yet, we then repeated the Pepsi challenge with Sam's Cola, Sam's Choice, or whatever the hell it's called. The Walmart generic uh, Coca-Cola. Because you can get a two liter for like one cent. Again, couldn't tell the difference. And that's what's going on here. That's what politics is. That's why there's never any change. The only change you see is progression down the path of this Luciferian occult Babylonian religion. That's the only one that seems to make it through all the wi- the wickets. So after this insane satanic performance, they go to commercial, they come back, and listen to Trevor Noah shilling like hell for the machine. Take a listen. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. All right. I got... No, no, Mom. No, Mom. It wasn't the actual devil. No, they were just dressed as the devil, Mom. Not, yeah, no, I have, I have to go. Yeah, yeah, you did warn me about Hollywood. Yes, yes, you did, Mom. Yeah, you did. I, yeah, I will, I will. Thank you, thank you. She said she'll be praying for all of us. Thank you. All right. She's loving the show. He says, oh, it's not the real devil. Oh, this is, uh, you know, and then he, they mock it. They joke about it. Oh, my mom says she's warning me about Hollywood. If you're like me, you're a sucker for mysteries, true crime. And once you put me back into a period piece with those old flapper 1920s era time frame you got me i'm all yours so let me tell you about this game called june's journey we're going to escape to a bygone age of mystery danger and romance as you immerse yourself into the world of june's journey a hidden object mystery mobile game that puts your detective skills to the test play as june parker and investigate beautifully detailed scenes of the 1920s while uncovering the mystery of her sister's murder with hundreds of mind-teasing puzzles. The next clue is always within reach. Now, one thing I like is that it sharpens your vision to look for objects. In case I I ever make it on uh, one of these reality contest shows, I got to harness my puzzle skills and my visual acuity. And, and I, I learned what a pavilion, <laughs> when I was playing the game, I learned what a pavilion was. It's, it's basically a gazebo. I didn't know that. So I'm learning, all right? In each level, you search for hidden objects in New York parlors or, or uh, Paris sidewalks, trying to figure out this scandalous family secret of how June's sister died. It's got some mystery. It's got some danger. It's got some romance. 
I got the game on my phone right now, and I'm on chapter three, and I'm looking for clues on this crime scene photo because we're gonna we're gonna figure out who did this. And you're gonna love it. They play real like mad chill music, so it's kind of relaxing too. You get to customize your little luxurious estate with gardens and buildings and such. So look, if you're into detective work, solving clues, finding clues, scandalous family secrets. Uh, you just want a fun little escape from the dreaded day job or whatever. This is your game. I enjoy playing it at the end of the day when I'm chilling in bed trying to unwind because it's just a nice little escape kind of game for me. And not only that, poor June, she needs my help to figure out how her sister died. And guess what? June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like, bro, there's a lot to be concerned with with Hollywood. There's a lot going on there, all right? Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but there's a movie called Babylon with Margot Robbie and I think Brad Pitt's in it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it. Uh, But I think it's based upon the debauchery of early golden age of Hollywood, which you can read about in Kenneth Anger's book, Hollywood Babylon, that he wrote many, many years ago. Yeah, Hollywood Babylon. I got it on my bookshelf. Had to consult, make sure I had the right title. So that was the big event. But wait, there's more. Mary J. Blige. She came out immediately, performing on the Triangle. And the Triangle, of course, Illuminate Confirm, uh, in some ways in occult ritual magic, it represents the manifestation, right? You manifest a spirit through the Triangle. But I believe in this instance, it's the the feminine symbol of the female goddess, the water goddess, all these things. Uh, again, another reference to the, the feminine energies, just like the moon. And when you look at the tarot, you could see there's, a, there's an anima card. And the anima card represents the subconscious female aspects. And... It personifies all parts of the unconscious mind that aren't fully integrated into the ego. All right. And they say that men will put women up on a pedestal as a goddess due to the anima projection, right? Like when the, the term, the woman of your dreams. It's because the woman represents the, um, the unconscious feminine goddess. And this all comes from Carl Jung's archetypes studies. Um, anyway, uh, the, pro, the, what I'm saying is, is projections of the subconscious get transferred over to feminine qualities. And wh- what I'm trying to get at here is that, and, and I'm not, again, I'm not an expert on this stuff. I'm just trying to make sense of it. The idea to take away, they push symbols and rituals and it goes into the subconscious. They don't care if you think Sam Smith is trolling you or you think Sam Smith literally worships the devil. It doesn't matter. 
They're channeling the energy into your subconscious, the masses, the collective unconscious, because they're going to cause a change. I studied systems engineering at Penn State in grad school, and they talked about this. There's a, uh, I think it's Le Chatier's uh, equilibrium systems principle or something like that, where he says if there's two systems in place, by merely introducing a third system, the first two must rearrange themselves to accommodate the third system. So they throw this Luciferian crap out because they know they have to introduce it. Let's finish the Grammys, though. We're going to wrap this up. They did this big 50th hip-hop celebration thing. Uh, It was fine. Run DMC was there. Rev Run looking like the uh, nutty professor. Missy Elliott was there, I guess. She was like Damar Hamlin wearing a full mask and stuff. Like I'm like, is that really her? <laughs> I don't think it was her. Nelly came out. You remember Nelly, he uh, was possessed about a week ago by something. If you watch that video, him that went viral. Looks like he's possessed by a demon. I'm just glad he didn't bring any underage girls on stage, all right? They they and then, you know, they were going through every, like, the 80s and the 90s, you know, and I, I've i long been a hip-hop guy, so I'm following it, I'm following it. All right, cool, 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 cool. Then, out of nowhere, they jumped from The Locks 2003 to Lil Baby 2020. I'm like, did you just glossed over 17 years. I don't I don't get it. And I think Lil Baby's overrated. Uh, Glorilla performed, and she, of course, accused of being Illuminate confirmed. You can see it on her Instagram profile picture. She's covering up the one eye, her devotion to the Luciferian agenda. In fact, an interviewer asked her if she was Illuminate confirmed just a couple weeks ago. Um, What did she say about that? I think I I I had in my notes because I'm working on a, a TMZ show. That doesn't matter. Who cares what she said, right? (laughs) <laughs> and then finally Lil Uzi Vert comes out the main the 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 final act of the hip hop progression showing us the progression from public enemy which was uh you know actually fighting for some kind of social justice to Lil Uzi Vert a guy who worships Lucifer and Satan I mean that's his name right Lil Uzi Vert means Lucifer he adores Marilyn Manson. He's the only one he follows on Instagram. Marilyn Manson, an honorary priest in the Church of Satan. It's crazy. It's craziness. But that's what they they were here to show us, and they did it. Then, oh, then uh, Jill Biden comes out. You know, and like, these, these Christian conservatives, again, not my team, but I have to take their side on all this stuff. Because it's like, you got all these liberal representatives, uh, you know, Jill Biden and Nancy Pelosi tied into all this nonsense. They're like, they're essentially co-opting all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, don't make me, don't make me take the other team's side here. But I have to, you know, because again, politics is Pepsi and Coke. It doesn't really matter. They're all on the same team. It all tastes the same. But Jill Biden comes out and presents the song of the year and weirder yet it goes to Reba McIntyre <laughs> like who's who's choosing these things like 
clearly this is not a popular vote, right? The weirdest, strangely, that was the weirdest moment of the night. Then the finale, DJ Khaled, DJ Khaled and company came out and did a song called God Did. And here we see proof how we are not all referencing the same God, in quotes, God. DJ Khaled, I believe he's a Muslim. Jay-Z is a 5%er Muslim or an occultist, whatever. Because I was on Sirius XM on uh, Shade 45, and I got blasted by people. I talked, I said, look, Jay-Z thinks he's pursuing this idea that he can be God, a man can be God, and boy, oh boy, did they hate that. They hated it so hard. They called in and, oh, Jay-Z's a five percenter, which, you know, is a, 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 I think it's like a spinoff of the Muslim faith, the, the Wu-Tang Clan are five percenters. They think the white man's the devil. Okay. You got it. <laughs> but anyway, so Jay-Z, uh, he's part of this. This and, and the ensemble of this last track is around a massive table, a massive feast, very much reminiscent of the Last Supper of Christ with his disciples. And Jay-Z finally, he starts out his, his verse, and he starts it out with the line, Hove did, which is a play on the song. The song is called God Did, and Hove start, Jay-Z starts out with Hove did. And the name Hova is a reference to Jehovah, because again, Jay-Z thinks he's God. And he wants you to believe that too. And he proved it when all the callers call in to defend their God. Front, not serious. Not that I'm bitter. You know, it's fine. Some people take some time to wake up. They're not awake yet. It's fine. But he, and if you look, if you look at the lyrics to what Jay-Z's verse is, he talks about how he is God because he made he made at least three billionaires. Uh, Kanye West, Rihanna, who, by the way, is going to be the Super Bowl performing next week. And you know your boy will be covering it. So stay subscribed to the show. You're not going to want to miss it. And uh, LeBron James. I guess he's on Rock Nation. But all three of these people are sus. All of them give us weird symbolism. Illuminate, confirm, all of them. And in the lyrics, Jay-Z says, these ain't songs, these is hymns, because I'm him. It's Psalm 151. This is the New Testament, the book of Hove. Jesus turned water to wine. For Hove, it just took a stove. Again, Jay-Z thinks he's God. He's comparing himself to Jesus. He um, he says the book of Hove. And remember Kanye West did this too? He said, this should be I should be a character in the Bible. Blasphemy heresies, all these things. They're normalizing it like it's totally acceptable to do this stuff. Uh, in Psalm 151, I, again, I'm no theologian. I looked it up. Apparently, it's about David and Goliath. It's in the Septuagint and so on. So is, is okay, okay, Jay-Z's referencing the Bible. Like he Maybe he's a Christian. No, he's not. If you watch the performance, he even does the uh, the Muslim prayer pose with his hands. And if and for people who don't believe, if you go back, he had a song, I think it was on the Magna Carta album called Heaven. 
he says, question religion, question it all, question existence until those questions are solved. Fair, fair, right? And he says, I'm secular, tell the hecklers, seckle down, which means calm down. And then he, then he, he, he likes to rhyme heckler a bunch. I heard, it was in a different song too. Y'all religion creates division. So that's interesting, right? And he said, uh, for the record, I of course believe in God, but I, but I believe in one God, he said. If people must know my religious beliefs, I believe in one God. I don't believe in religion. I don't believe in Christians or Muslims, which is a weird thing to say. You mean Christianity or Islam? Because you don't have to believe in Christians and Muslims to know they exist, right, Jay-Z? He says, I think all that separates people. I think it's one God. I think it's all the same God, and I don't believe in hell. So, he of course is talking about the perennial philosophy, which is the occult Luciferian religion. The idea of the one, the monad, the monism. This is all according to the occult belief systems like Gnosticism. And of course he says he doesn't believe in hell. And I, this brings us to the conclusion, because it's important to understand that there are people who don't believe in hell. They think it's all about the self. That's why they're messing with the kids. They don't think there's going to be repercussions to their actions. In fact, I heard a quote. Um, you ever see that? This is guy on social media, Dan, I don't remember, Blitzkrieg or something. And he's this, one of these alpha hustle bros, and he's got private jets and a hundred bad chicks with him all the time and he tells men how to be men but he talks about it. he says you know for me i'm so i'm so wealthy life's so great for me it kind of sucks because every meal i have is a great meal so that means i can never have another uh mind-blowing meal every chick i bang is super hot so i can never be you know uh pro- uh, what do you say? I, I can never get with a super hot chick and be, you know, into it because I've, that's all I do. And that's the mentality for these folks. They're gods and goddesses. They've got it all. What happens when you have it all? You now have to go into the taboo. And unfortunately, I think that means they go for the kids. Hey, don't blame me. Blame Epstein and all the people on the flight logs, right? People are into that. Why? Why? You know, what's the uh, phrase about having idle hands? The devil. The devil comes in. That's what happens when you have too much money on your hands, right? The root of all evil, they say. But yeah, these people, they don't always believe in hell. They believe in man as God. It's not about doing God's will. It's about doing your own will. Pursuing whatever you think you should do. It's the age of the self they're ushering in. The Aeon of Horus, Aleister Crowley called it. That's why Jay-Z wore the Aleister Crowley shirt that says, do what thou wilt. If you look that up, you can find that. Because he means that. That's his religion. And when Beyonce talks about channeling goddesses like Oshun and, and Sasha Fierce, like she's not joking. So in conclusion, let's wrap it up. Get nauseous talking about these, these false gods. In conclusion, we had a night dedicated to the moon goddess on the full moon. Lots of, 
you know, Mary G. Blige is on the triangle and, you know, there's all this moon symbolism and the feminine goddess and Beyonce, of course, put on her pedestal. Oh, most Grammy wins ever. Oh, wow. As if that's not coordinated. I mean, Reba McIntyre wins the song of the year. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> I'm roasting Reba pretty hard tonight. I don't know why. I don't know why. But to me, it's amazing the level of wokeness around these events, right? They 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 try to be so inclusive and so woke about and and the, their version of woke, not my version of woke. Okay, two different wokes. And you know they 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 think they can sort of show us the way to live, to be inclusive to everybody, which sounds great, right? But then they do a whole night celebration of hip hop, <laughs> which is chock full of violent, misogynistic, homophobic lyrics. And again, big fan of hip hop, but I'm telling it as it is. So don't give me this crap. And I'm okay with it because like I'm not a cancel culture guy. But I just think the hypocrisy is insane. And of course, Beyonce was a big thing. Broke the broke the record for the most Grammy wins ever, which is it's coordinated, whatever. It's scripted. Who cares? And she's always been illuminate confirmed. I wrote a whole like, I don't know, fifty page book talking about all the symbolism she's been giving us. In fact, she um in fact she showed up to the pre Grammys party wearing an outfit that supports a lot of this stuff. Um, if you go to Harper's Bazaar, it says this. It says, The Alien Superstar Singer, because that's the name of one of her tracks on her new album with the pale horse of the apocalypse on the cover. The Alien Superstar Singer paired the eye-catching piece with silver platform pumps by Anima Muadi, and her hair was worn down in a curled wet look. Well, that's interesting. And oh, by the way, she posted that image on her Instagram I'll put it on mine too for you. Uh, but she's standing next to a ladder, no less, which symbolizes the ascension into Freemasonry. Uh, again, indoctrination and initiation into the occult and ascending the ladder towards man being deified as God. But what's interesting is that the shoes, it says the silver platform pumps by Anima, no, Amina Muadi, which is very similar to the name Anima Mundi which is kind of the topic um, related to the topic we talked about earlier with Carl Jung and the anima or the, the feminine energies, right? The anima represents femininity in the male psyche while the animus represents masculinity in a female psyche. And the, you know, represented in the yin and yang, right? You get that. And what's interesting is that Beyonce, of course, became famous right when she was talking about how she was channeling the spirit, Sasha Fierce. She said, I can feel the spirit channeling into me. And, you know, Carl Jung talked about all this stuff, right? The archetype speaking to the subconscious, derived from Plato's primordial images. But these archetypes of the collective unconscious, they can't be seen directly since they are are, are, are are buried in there, so we can only see them through projection, reflection, and in the manifested form, which is what I think these goddess celebrities are doing. They're manifesting the forms. 
um, because the archetype of the great mother or goddess is depicted through the manifested forms of Virgin Mary, Isis, Semiramis, uh, which again is why Beyonce, she did the, the Oshun. She manifested the Oshun goddess at the 2017 Grammys, right? And, and in a way, that's kind of what a lot of this gender bending stuff could be about. You know, we, we saw it last night from Harry Styles, Sam Smith. Um, there was that dude that was basically Prince wearing the heels, uh, Kim Petras and so on. But that's the point. Today's artists, the argument is that they're not really artists at all. They're shells. They're puppets. And if you look at the occult practices, like in the OTO, Magical Order, they use symbols and rituals to transmit entities through a practitioner, which is arguably what's happening here. And why? It's to evoke knowledge, to gain energy, which has a financial motive. And finally, what about the satanic symbolism? I mean, it was a satanic ritual. You could argue, you could say, look, it's just a shtick to piss off the Christians. Well, you could also argue it's the real thing. You know, is it, and here's another idea, another theory I'll throw out. What if Sam Smith is trying, um, whether he knows it or not, what if he's being used to stoke hatred of gay people and to keep us further divided? Right? Because you know, and I know, and Sam Smith knows, this is going to be controversial. Same way Lil Nas X knew it too. And it's going to piss off a lot of people. Because a lot of people, guess what, don't like the devil. And to me, at a certain point, we could all be held accountable at some point for our actions. But look, that's between Sam Smith and God. Not I got nothing to do with it. Like, I disapprove of it. I certainly wouldn't be dancing around like the devil and showing demonic energies and stuff. And I think he's pulling in some dark energies with this, to be honest. Um, and what does that mean for Sam Smith? I don't know. We'll find out, right? You play around with this dark energy and dark things happen. And arguably, that's what the whole music industry is about. And you see it all the time in hip-hop. All these rappers die constantly. I mean, it's horrific, right? Yeah, they want to celebrate a lot of this stuff and pretend that everything's fine. You know, look at Travis Scott with the concert, right? Pushing all the satanic symbolism and then something really dark happens. So there you go. That was the 2023 Grammys. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> what a mess. All right. Um, what's a good call to action for you? Uh, if you if you're new to the show, subscribe to the show. I've got almost, I got like 500 some episodes and we've been talking about this for 10 years now. There's a lot to catch up on. And if you want to, I've written nine books. You can get my first book for free, A Grand Unified Conspiracy Theory. Get it for free. Go to IlluminatiWatcher.com and sign up for the free email newsletter. Just that easy. And I'll send it to you. Isn't that great? All right. Links are always in the show notes. Till next time, stay woke. Stay woke.